0: Uh, pre-booking seats, you know, just to make certain. I mean, I know that if you're under a certain age, you have to be sat with an adult, but it's nice if you can sit as a family rather than all spread out over the plane, which has happened to us before. Typically, I was the one stuck with the kids and my husband was uh, sipping
1: G&Ts
0: a few rows in front.
1: One thing that we do before we go, depending on where we go, is that I get the, the children to learn a little about about these and thank you and how to water and meal. This is episode 20 of the Travel Podcast. And today, Jules and Dave are joined by a special guest, Rain, talking about their own experiences travelling as a family and share their tips, from booking tips to packing and more. A reminder about our sponsor, Not Just Travel, where holidays are made even better thanks to their award-winning travel consultants and their new Book & Relax guarantee to give you that peace of mind when booking your next travel plans. Make sure to check them out at notjusttravel.com
2: on this episode of the travel podcast where we will be delving into our tips and tricks uh, when we are traveling with our children So I have joining us, so I'm Jules, I'll be your travel podcast host today. I'm joined by Dave Pope from the Travel Podcast. Hi Dave. Hi everybody. Hi everybody. And and we also have Rain who is a mother of four and a travel expert herself. Good morning Rain. Hi, good morning. So just to give you a little bit of background, myself I have a son of three and a daughter of six. Dave has two boys of six and ten and Rain, mother of four very brave she's got three boys 15 13 11 and a beautiful eight year old girl so thanks so much for joining us today what we're going to be running through is our tips and tricks to begin with when we are booking our holidays so Dave do you want to start what tips and tricks have you got for when you are booking a holiday
1: Yeah, thanks, Jules. One of the first things I always do with when you're booking for families and kids, try and get in early because you get a better choice. So first of all, uh, and I booked my holiday earlier this year, managed to get a free child place. So that's one of the first things. uh, They're a little bit like hen's teeth if you're looking in the school holidays, but if you get in early, you can usually find them. So first thing for me would be trying to get a free child place, and the other thing I would look at is flight times. So look at the time of day. If you're going short haul, then I usually like to go sort of mid to late morning, arriving early afternoon. If I'm going long haul, then I might leave late in the evening so the kids can sleep on the plane. So first thing, yeah, child places, flight times, and then um Things like kids clubs, I know Rain will probably talk more about, but uh, that'll be my first two.
2: Yeah, good tips there, yeah. Dave. I guess as well as flight times, you might look at the transfer time. So making sure that you're not going to be getting off a plane and then sitting on a coach for another lengthy period of time. And I know that you mentioned before that uh, private transfers are very cost effective and a great way to ease you into that holiday and make you feel relaxed with your kids And what about you then, Ray? What about uh, the kids' clubs? What do you look out for? Well, obviously looking to see at what age they
0: start from, because you have lots of people who sort of come to you saying, oh, I'd like a kids' club, and they're children, they're sort of infants under two, and there are very few hotels that actually can provide that service. Um, And also um, making sure that if you do need to pre-book, you do that, because there's nothing more disappointing than thinking you're going to have a nice week sitting by the pool, child-free, and then to discover that it's actually all booked up Um, and of course some of them also there are extra costs at times as well so worth um, checking that out and whether there's babysitting in the evenings as well. Um, Going back to the flights though we were also I mean looking at direct flights obviously is is a real plus um, and then uh, pre-booking seats, you know, just to make certain. I mean, I know that if you're under a certain age, so you have to be sat with an adult, but it's nice if you can sit as a family rather than all spread out over the plane, which has happened to us before. Typically, I was the one stuck with the kids and my husband was uh, sipping g and a few rows
2: in front. <laughs> Typical. Dave, have you got something to add?
1: Yeah, a couple of things you mentioned just now. Two things that, that I think are really important one is how we get to the airport is also important, because um, one thing I, I must, must have is meet and greet car parking. So this takes away the need of the bendy bus. So um, it, when you get to the airport, and I, I live near Birmingham Airport, so we drive to the airport. And you just give your keys to someone outside the terminal and you walk in. Then hopefully they go and park it somewhere. I was going to say, I do need someone in a
2: high-biz jacket
1: or something. Yeah, you've got to be a bit bit trusting there. But it just, I mean, one of the worst things I find is when you come back and you've got to go through the car park trying to find your car after being on a bendy bus, and for the, the extra money it costs, it's well worth it. And the other thing you mentioned was transfers. Again, a must-have for me, I'm sure Rain will agree with this, private transfers, to have someone with your name on a board when you get to a new destination in your own car, normally air-conditioned, and you're at the hotel before anybody else. Coach transfer, again, it can take an age. So, again, it's a small price to pay for peace of mind, in my mind. Yours?
2: That sounds perfect. And that's what you're looking for, really, as a parent, I guess, just to... Feel as relaxed and chilled as you can throughout the whole process, because we all know that your kids feed off your emotions and how you are. So if you can remain calm and chilled and you have got and you know that you've got everything in place to ensure that, then the kids will feel calm and chilled and your journey will be a lot more perfect. Now, another thing I wanted to say about the um, pre-booking or when you're looking to book is the size of the room and the layout of the room. I think um, tour companies have become a lot more savvy. I've seen a lot more in terms of um, bunk beds in the smaller rooms and sliding partitions. Um, But is it really important to have a two bedroom or an interconnecting room? Is that what you look for, Ray, for your holidays? Oh,
0: absolutely. I mean, I I just do not want to share a room with my children for the entire holiday, mainly because of the mess. Um, But yes, I always have a look. And I think it's really important to have a look on, you know, hotel um, websites and well, really anywhere you can see where it actually has a layout of the room, because sometimes it can be a little bit misleading um, and it's not quite as sort of separate as you would like. Also, it's nice in the evenings if, you know, the kids go to bed and you want to sit out possibly on a balcony, making sure that you have got that space outside, that you can actually get a bit of a alone time where you can read your book you know and have your light on so no absolutely for me personally it's it's an absolute must
2: yeah I have done um a room where we are all in the same room um and it hasn't worked out too badly like you said mainly because so you have a sofa bed in in the lounge area and that's for mum and dad we get the luxury obviously and then they have the uh the fully fitted double bed and blackout curtains but um i guess if your budget was a little bit tighter um, you can work around these things just as long as you knew what the layout was before you went then you can definitely plan and have that in mind for when you get there and what about um you dave what about the um self-catering on holidays
1: uh self-catering yeah um personally um one, one rule that my wife has is she will not cook on holiday. Uh, and that's, the, yeah, I tend, I, we tend to agree that I'm, I like, I'm not a big fan of all-inclusive. I know financially it works well with families, but it's, again, it, it's, to me, it's not quality time. If I go away, I like to experience local restaurants. I like to mix it up and have a choice. So, um, and I also like my children to learn or try a new language. It's one thing that we do before we go, depending on where we go, is that I get the, the children to learn a little about about please and thank you and how to order a meal. So, um, if we are self-catering, we tend to go out and eat um, because otherwise you have a bit of a busman's holiday, and that's not really um, what you want, I think. And just going back quickly to what you're talking about, rooms, um, and I think. Again, it's about quality time for everybody. So, you know, we don't live in boxes at home. So when I go away, I think, as Rain said, it's having a bit of separation because it's not just for us as adults to have a bit of quality time together. The kids sometimes want that. And if you've got children of a certain age, they don't really want to be sleeping in the same room as their parents. Let's be honest. So I think it's quality to have in the evening. And I try and find a bit of downstairs. I'd like to be on a low floor so you can sometimes have a bit of outside space as well. Or a very big balcony. That's really important.
2: That's brilliant, Dave. And what about packing? What should we be taking on these holidays? Have you got top tips, Rain, for what you would take on a holiday with your kids? Yeah, think, yeah well I suppose it depends really
0: because some um, I always look to see if there's any laundry facilities not that the hotel do but that you can do so we've done uh, quite a bit of club med in the past and they have like a laundry room where you go and you do your own laundry so I, I if I know I've got that then I'm a little bit um, sort of pack a little bit smaller because I know I can do that because as we all know kids get filthy you know you put a t-shirt on <laughs> and you think oh they can wear that tomorrow but by the time they've had their meal it's everywhere um, so I'm always um you know have a lookout for that um things like um uh you know things like uh, sterilizing bags for microwaves and stuff finding out if you've got babies things like that taking that kind of thing along and also your powdered milk and whether you can buy nappies there and things you know if if you, if you know you're going somewhere that you can actually get those, there's no point packing those. Um, also, for my lot, we always make sure we've got good headphones for the plane because the uh, ones they provide never fit children. Uh, so we always have that. Um, and then, of course, your your meds, you know, your antihistamine and things, always good to have a few of those things, insect repellent, essential Um but oh yeah, and also I'm um, not so much in the packing, but um, I've always used to have a small push chair that I took just for going on holiday. Uh, it was, I mean, the most basic, simple thing ever, but it was tiny and it was, and I didn't really mind if it got damaged or whatever. So that I think is
2: also really good. Yeah, they're great packing tips there, Dave. Um, Dave, what are your packing tips?
1: Yes, As light as possible, Jules, that's what I say. Um, As there's there's four of us, I always say two cases, not four. If you can get everything into two cases, A, it means the kids haven't got to carry their own case around the airport, um, and it means you can look after them better. But I I always say pack, take it out and pack again. Um, So, two cases, I think that's, I agree about the headphones. Um, and also, if the kids are going to be doing, like, some sports, you know, they've got, like, a, a sports camp within the hotel, which they do, is make sure you pack their sports gear as well. Otherwise, you've got to go out and buy some expensive sports shoes. Um, and the other thing, talking about push chairs, and we're past the push chair stage now, apart from from me, um, push chair, you can actually get push chair hire in some resorts. So we've been somewhere where you actually can hire a push chair while you're away, which saves um taking it and you can you know hire it and leave it. So that's sometimes Yeah quite you can as well. Yeah absolutely and the only other thing is for the plane keeping them busy as like, Rain said about headphones um and sort of uh iPads are, are very good for the plane depending especially if it's a long one. Yeah and definitely.
2: sorry Ray snacks for the plane oh snacks a hundred and twenty percent we are all nodding our heads like crazy here. What's your top <laughs> go-to snack, Dave? Not for yourself, you for the really. kids.
1: For me, oh no, nothing with too much sugar in. Depending on what you want them to do. If you want your kids to go to sleep, then don't give them loads of sweets. Fruit is one of my favourites. Uh, fruit on the plane, yes.
2: What about you, Rain? Have you got a go too? Oh yeah, I'm afraid I'm
0: uh, not as good as that. Uh, but no, things like you know, having maybe a packet of crisps and a cereal bar, just you know, things that sort of take a bit of time to get through because um, it's all about just you know using up as much time as possible just to get through the journey. Um, so yeah, just lots of little things and then maybe a little treat, depending on how gender mm. some something
2: <laughs> Yes, definitely. I think I'm minor at the age I'm still I can still bash out a pack of Cheerios. And that is <laughs> um, or other brands are available obviously. Um, but yeah, any small cereal, raisins, they're all always a good go to snack for my ones, especially when they get stuck in the teeth. And then that limits the talking. So double bonus. <laughs> I guess for my um, packing tip, something I found really great when I went on holiday was um, when we first got into the resort. Obviously, they're all different. But um, this particular one was a, a very well-known family brand. And when we went to see the rep in the um, her little office, they had a whole bunch of toys, buckets, spades things to do around the beach so we sort of loaded up and then took them all back at the end of the week which was obviously the idea but it meant you're not spending those few euros on the beach and you're not packing it before you go because you know but obviously like you said check before you go that might not be available on all the holidays um so any tips whilst you're there how do you keep an eye on all your kids at the same time rain do you have any (laughs) tips Of how to to keep an eye on the remote and keep them safe oh that's a really
0: good question I've uh, been well I suppose when they were really young we did actually use the kids clubs quite a lot so obviously that was quite nice and we'd have you know a few hours a day assigned to that um but otherwise uh, we're we're actually quite a um a beach family rather than a pool family uh so that kind of made it makes it Quite easy in a way because we tend to go into the sea together and 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 things um, but to be honest because there's four of them they do all kind of look out for each other mm. quite well and the older one can look after the little ones and they are actually all really good at mucking in um one thing um that my children have always loved from probably about the age of five is um our mobile phone numbers mm. so oh, they they know my number you know have always known it so Things like that, you know, we do that when we get to the airport as well as sort of in resort. You know, here's my mobile number. Anything you get lost or anything, you just tell them it's this. Mm. Um, yeah, things like that. But yeah, generally, they, we're pretty good at, you know, my husband and I, when they were little, we used to tag team. You know, it'd be yeah. like, I'm reading really my book for half an hour, you look after the kids and vice versa. Now we don't need to do that so much, but yeah.
2: Oh, good tip. What about you, Day? You got any tracking, adv- uh, tracking devices on your
1: kids? <laughs> <laughs> not so much tracking advice is again now that the, the sort of an age of six and 10 i agree with rain they sort of do look after and they do especially in the daytime whether we're on the beach or around the pool they do tend to sort of work together on that but then we might do take one each so again where they're different ages if if the older one wants to go and play some football do some sport i generally do that bit uh, and then my wife will look after the youngster um, but again, we do things together. And I think that's one of the main things about um family holidays is about quality time together. Um, so where possible, again, we'll be on the beach or around the pool, um, that that sort of thing. So uh, yeah, and they find friends, you know, as well. You know, they make friends and then they end up having a bit of a gang uh and they all sort of look after each other, you know. So they
0: always so, make
2: friends,
0: yeah. don't they? So the kids just do great yeah
2: they just don't have the inhibitions that we get when we're adults you know it's very much what's your name let's play you know
1: we're we're (laughs) all very shy
2: (laughs) brilliant i I have seen though um in terms of the safety on um bournemouth beaches they have a um a scheming place um where you can have they you get the kids a wristband and you write your own number on it. So similar to what you're saying, Rain. Uh, you would write your own mobile number. And then if they did, because mine are a bit younger, so they do tend to wander off and um, see something shiny and then go for that. Um, so, yeah, so anything like that for the younger ones, um, just check it out when you get in resort. Now, I think we've come up with some really great tips. Have you got any other tips for travelling with kids you wanted to share?
1: Mm. No, we've covered mm. a lot.
2: I'm really, I'm really yeah, happy. We have covered them.
1: I think the the depending on what type of holiday you have, it's trying to integrate children with local cultures if there are some. And when depending on where you go, I mentioned about the um, restaurants earlier, where you know I always like my kids to to order their meals themselves and remember their please and thank yous and look at people. And, but also wherever you're traveling, especially if we're going long haul. You um, know, for example, when we're looking going to um, Sri Lanka next year and I want to get them to go to like a Sri Lankan school so they can see and I think traveling these days isn't just about the beach and the pool and the kids clubs I think it's about learning about other cultures so if you do go it's not to ignore the local culture and just stay in in the the hotel it's actually going and getting the kids to see how other people live and I think that's really important
0: yeah um, and my kids um at Christmas they their grandfather always gives them a journal for the year And that's really great because they collect things on holiday and they write little things in it. And, you know, it'd be lovely for them to look over them, you know, when they're older and see, you know, what they got up to. Because, well, my, my eldest, he is one of the best travelled 15 year olds ever, but he actually probably doesn't remember most of it uh, because he... Really little when he went on safari or went here and there. So um yeah, I think a journal is a really nice idea as well. And also for those maybe those afternoons where you want to just be out of the sun for a bit and you want a bit of quiet time, it's something that you know you can get with the kids, get the colouring pens out and and they can fill those in.
2: Yeah, that's a great idea. And I love what you're saying about the the culture and integrating more into the country, Dave. And I was Mm. thinking with the situation that we're encountering at the minute, I think perhaps all-inclusive in these buffets type serving is um, going to either become a lot more stricter in terms of time slots or Mm -hmm. be gone entirely. So I think people will feel braver to venture out as self-catering obviously gives you the freedom of what you're going to eat and when you're going to eat it and where. So um, Mm -hmm. yeah, another top tip there, looking for your self-catering holidays. Um, but if we could wrap this up, I just wanted to end with your favourite family holiday and why it was your favourite family holiday. Did you want to start, Dave?
1: Yes, happy to, Jules. Um, I think the the our favourite family holiday so far was in Menorca, where we went away with our, our friends and their two children who we were of similar age. And we, we had a villa and the, the kids, loved, we all love that because you have freedom. You have your own private pool. You haven't got a fight over sunbeds. So you can mix it up. So you can, can, I know I said we don't cook, but you can have a barbecue uh, or you can go to local restaurants. And the position of the villa is really important um, because I don't like to drive on holiday. So the villa, we were able to walk to a local town, local restaurants. We were also able to walk to the beach. So you can, we were able to mix it up. So I think having our friends there and having that freedom and flexibility was what makes it our favourite holiday, Jules. Oh,
2: brilliant. That just sounds brilliant. Did you go with another family?
1: Yeah, you we went with our, our friends and their children, yeah.
2: Oh, fantastic. So yeah, and then the kids, I guess, just played with each other and everyone got on.
1: Most of the time,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Ray? What's been your favourite family holiday to date? Well, there's there's been some great
0: ones, but I think the kids always say they loved our trip to Bali, which was probably about two years ago. And again, like Dave, we stayed in a villa uh, and we were lucky enough to have a house girl who did our laundry and cleared up after us and, and made some meals. Um, we What we loved... As as well when we go we've done quite a lot of villa holidays because there's six of us and it's it's the best way for us um we we never hire a car so we always use the local transport and you know we've been in the caribbean sitting in you know little vans you know squished between people and um with the kids that we you know they like doing that we also go somewhere like bali it's very reasonable to have a a driver so we had a driver he took us and we explored the island And we we also discovered um, the best water park in Asia, supposedly. And it was brilliant. I was really didn't want to go. But then we ended up going, let's go again. And the kids loved it. And we, again, we were able to walk out to the beach. We were able to go to restaurants and they could sample all the Mm. local food. And yeah, it was just a really lovely holiday. I mean, the downside is it was a long way. But um, with um, electronics on the plane, it seemed to work beautifully.
2: <laughs> brilliant and I guess so my favorite holiday um is in the UK with I guess because they're a little bit younger and um, I have taken them abroad but I find the UK based holidays a little bit easier um with their ages and um, but we go camping every summer to Willicum Bay in Devon and we love it It's this massive beach. It takes you just as long to walk to the sea as it does to walk back into the town because it's such a wide beach. Really, really safe, glorious um, sand. And um, we stay somewhere up on the cliff. So you get the great view and nice, some nice pub lunches together, a bit of nice walks. And they have some children's entertainment there as well, which can keep them happy and, and chuff for a bit and out of our hair. Um, But yeah, like you said, it's all about being together and going to see all these different things and experiencing them as a family. Um, so thank you so much to you both for your time today. I've really appreciated it. And I think we have some great tips for, for people when they're thinking about their holidays with kids. Um, and to you listeners, if you did enjoy this, then please give us a five star review on iTunes. And for more information and links to what we've talked about in today's episode, head to the travelpodcast.com where all the links will be featured on the episodes page. So thanks so much for your time today, Dave. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. And thanks to you, Ray. Bye. It's been a pleasure. Bye. Bye. The
0: Travel Podcast is sponsored by Not Just Travel. Where it's not just travel, it's a way of life. We hope you liked this podcast. And if you did, please tell your friends. But also take a moment to rate us on iTunes as it helps spread the word. Thanks for listening.